0: Hey, Hey, what up, Job? So, now it's almost really close. Officially, summer times, sure. right? I guess it's about a month May. off. About a month off for official summer, but like in, in the good old northeast here, we get really close to summertime. And summertime means a few things for people. One important thing it means for me is uh, the summer games done quick is coming up. Oh, Real sure, speedrun time. Yes. I absolutely adore both GDQ events that happen every year. There's awesome games done quick in January and summer games done quick in the summer.
1: Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> right. When the hell and does that take place? What?
0: The schedule has been released for it. Yeah, and I don't know if you've seen it.
1: Uh, I did a while ago. I forget specifically. I don't. What do you want to talk about about it?
0: I just want to mention a couple things. Uh huh. That are gonna be real fun. Uh huh. That goes on in here specifically. The awful games block that goes on in this. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, there's always some gems in there. That's always
1: some of the best parts of the entire marathon, because you get introduced to things that you might not have heard of that are just, like, bizarre, like, what the fuck is this game kind of shit.
0: Yeah. For example... Yeah. We have... It starts with Shrek Extra Large. (laughs) Trying to... (laughs) Trying
1: to figure out what the fuck that could possibly be.
0: Do you want me to find out what Shrek Extra Large is for you? Uh, <laughs> I feel
1: like if you type in Shrek Extra Large I'm just it. just on Google, it's, it's you might the first not thing. like. It's a GameCube game. Okay, it's called Shrek Extra Large. It, it literally is based on first Shrek or second Shrek.
0: Or um, I assume maybe not. The it other was in two thousand one, based on the two thousand one animated DreamWorks film with the same name. It's, There is no film called Shrek Shrek Extra Large. Okay, I guess it's just Shrek, the game. No, Shrek the game's different. Oh,
1: there is a Shrek the game for Shrek One. There's a Shrek Two game. I've played that. Okay, not good.
0: No, Shrek Extra Large is a remake of the first Shrek game that was only on Xbox. Oh, it's the HD remix. Yeah, but it's worse. <laughs> well, it is in
1: the awful block. Like, wait, are you telling me they remade the first game and then somehow made it worse? Yeah, but only
0: on the GameCube. Oh, that's fucking it amazing. It was only on the Xbox at first. Okay. And then it got All pu- right. it, it got upgraded and then ported to the GameCube. Upgraded in quotes. Yeah, it, that's it's bizarre, worse. dude. Holy shit! We have a game called Mort the Chicken. I don't know what that is. That sounds dope. We have Laffy Taffy 3D Pyramid Challenge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amazing! I, I have no fucking idea what that is. It's Laffy Taffy 3D Pyramid Challenge, idiot. That's what it is. It tells you. Then we have Glover. Oh, Glover is a bad game, huh? You think so? Oh man, what do I yeah. gotta defend Glover's honor out here? No, you don't. It's I, bad. I, I, I can't. I can't do that in good sanity. Bad game. Glover is not a bad game. It's just not a great game at all, in any stretch of the imagination. It's like you go to
0: play this game, like, why aren't you playing Banjo Kazooie?
1: Yeah. I, I like a lot of the soundtrack and a lot of, like, the ideas of Glover. It's just executed very poorly
0: because you're a glove. Then there's uh, Castlevania on the DOS. I didn't know that was a thing. It's horrible. It doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> I'm really curious to see what that's like. <laughs> there's uh, the Last Action Hero game. Uh, I think I've seen that. Yeah, it's really bad. It's not bad. good. It's really bad. Yeah. Then there's... uh. Sylvester and Tweety in KG Capers. KG? Like a cage? Yeah. Okay. I have I thought no you idea said, what that is. I thought for
1: a second it was KGB Capers, but no.
0: Then <laughs> they're, uh, in, they're in Russia. And then, the, to round off the the whole of it, I think. The, the uh, awful block. Yeah. Boogerman, a pick and flick adventure.
1: Oh, well, yeah. You ever heard, heard of Boogerman? I, I, I know what Boogerman Booger is. Boogerman's an icon.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You sure about that, bud? Sure. Uh, <laughs> he's an unlockable character in Clay Fighter sixty three and a third, mm-hmm. and the best game in the uh, in the awful block, uh, Mega Man X two. Oh, that's just after the awful block's <laughs> done.
1: <sighs> if you think about it, the entire thing is the awful block because all games are bad, and gamers should be ashamed
0: of themselves. I also want to talk <laughs> about the. Uh, I also like to see the. Uh, the last day of stuff like mm-hmm. towards the end prime time
1: it's always cool to see the totals they get and, and the, the things that they unveil for uh the final day are usually the good shit
0: yeah so you know they always they always play a lot of rpgs or it's a or nine stuff. hour
1: speed run of a final fantasy game who knows
0: right so at 10 a.m during the last day they're yeah. doing they're doing the new pokemon let's go oh okay It's good cool. it's a three hour run that makes sense. Which actually is not as bad as I expected. Less,
1: there's probably less exploits in the newer ones than Absolutely the older ones, because of course, um, it's usually how it goes unless you make prey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> usually,
1: there's like less exploits in modern games. Then and you then have uh,
0: you have Super Mario World. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a good choice. Duh. And then, uh probably my favorite thing that's gonna happen the whole event. And the, the big primetime boy right before the last one, which is always an RPG. Is that a Super Metroid? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. It's Link to the Past Super Metroid randomizer. Oh, that thing. That thing is weird. The combo randomizer, which is one of my favorite things ever, combines two of my favorite games ever, Link to the Past Super Metroid, and randomizes all the items between them, and you can travel between games.
1: That shit's nuts. It's
0: so cool. It's the coolest fucking thing. You, I feel like depending on what happens, you really have to know what you're doing with Super Metroid, where you could kind of get away with stuff in Link to the Past, but like Super Metroid's really hard to do the randomizer on if you don't, you're not at least okay at it, because you you have to sometimes make do with a lot less than you would normally have.
1: It's a weird two games to mash together. It'll be interesting to see how successfully they pull that off, because usually speedrunners are like you know. Have a wide array of stuff they can do, but they usually focus in on like the well, thing that they're good it's at. A co-op and Those are two game. different. Oh, okay, so they do switch. Speed
0: yeah, runners. so they switch between. So one that makes a lot does, of sense. Yeah. So one person's doing Link to the Past, one person's doing Super Metroid, and they pass the controller when they warp games. That's cool. So like like what me and my brother did when we played it.
1: Oh right, because he's a more of a Zelda
0: guy. He's just better. I'm just better at Super Metroid than him. Oh, like, really so that's just it.
1: the default. He one he got was right. Zelda. <laughs> Okay, he's, I got you.
0: He's he he's he's fine at both games, but I'm just good at Super Metroid cuz I actually run it. Not not the well, best best. No, not well, but I do. Yeah. No, not well at all. I suck mm. at it, but at least I know what to do. I know the tactics.
1: Man, I'm going to speedrun Guitar Hero.
0: Great. It's just don't fail. Sure. <laughs> How fast can you navigate the menus?
1: Uh, technically, I mean, I guess you could, like, make it so that you play songs faster on a higher speed, but then you still have to not fail. But that would be, like, insane.
0: Can you play them on, like, a straight-up faster speed? Like, the On Clone songs? Hero, you can. I don't know about, uh... Oh, okay. Normal. Well, that that's... We're not, you're not speedrunning Clone Hero. That's impossible. No, but, I mean,
1: people have done it. We play Slow Ride on, like, 500%. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's a real... That's not a slow ride anymore. <laughs> no, that's not... <a>, that's a... <laughs>
0: That's a what the fuck? <laughs> Fast oh, ride. Take it hard. <laughs> oh, no, take <dang. laughs>
1: Get it? Because opposite. Oh. Oh. But, the, but the implications are worse when you say take it hard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. Transition. <laughs> Did you give these albums a listen? <laughs> Did you love it? Did you hate it? What would you rate it? You're the best. You're the best. What should yeah. I review next? <laughs> Click the like if you like. And I forget everything else Please
0: subscribe. Yeah. Please don't cry. Yeah. Hit the bell as well. Mm. Link over here next to my head. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do they get a job forever or something like that? Yeah, yeah. sure. But cut all that out. Yeah, I am. I'm just using it as a transitionary tactic.
0: It didn't work. <laughs> everybody welcome to the get a jump show gen just got done yelling at me and i don't appreciate him for it but that's gen over there hey
1: it was for the good of the podcast okay uh, okay
0: <laughs> i'm job and i don't believe him
1: <laughs> i'm gen and I, I don't believe in much of anything
0: <laughs> i'm job and i believe in literally everything <laughs> well,
1: that's how that's why we make a good show we bounce each other out with our overwhelming negativism and overwhelming positivity and also not being able uh, to pronounce things. Yeah, that's
0: perfect. Yeah, I'm I'm an expert at that. <laughs> <laughs> an expert. All right, we'll kick this off like we usually do. You do any new game stuff? We're playing more Guitar Hero, and that's about it, right? Yeah, you know, Jusby bought a
1: Xbox at a garage sale that was caked with dust. Yeah. A markered-up controller that looks haggard as shit. Yeah. But it worked.
0: And it was $5.
1: Yeah. They probably, like, it don't work because disk drive. And I'm like, hey, I've had a 360 or 12. Those <laughs> all have that problem. Just get the butter knife out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Exactly what you have to and do. And then just the never
1: not have a disc in it ever again, and it works. Yep. You're good now.
0: Thanks for the $5 X-Max.
1: God, what a, like, what a piece of shit it's, the 360 is.
0: The, the first-gen 360, they didn't get it right until the slim.
1: Yeah, does that have, like, a like a modern disc drive slot yes. that you just put the disc in it?
0: Well, no, no, it still pops out, but, like, it works.
1: There's a tray still? Yeah, Okay. but it, but it actually works. So I just wasn't a uh, familiar... Cause I never had an Xbox that was new.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just it just works though. Okay. Unlike that one that doesn't work though. No, no, <laughs> it, it's no. it's the worst. thing. I mean, it
1: works. Uh, yeah. So I dug up all my old Guitar Hero games and I'm giving them a, a re-go through now that I'm a little better at those games. Uh, I used to not be able to play Guitar Hero on any harder than hard, cause I was intimidated by the crappy charts, and I still am in a way. Cause boy, there's some crappy charts in those oh, ones God, compared to Rock Band, I should say. Just uh, inaccurate and just, like, weird gimmicks that they have, like, sustained notes when there shouldn't be, and the the gimmicks with the open notes, and, like, charting things like keyboard and horns that, like, I, I don't think you have to, necessarily. No. Like, Rock Band avoids that shit, and just, like, you're playing the guitar, usually. Yeah. Usually.
0: Yeah, just play the fucking guitar.
1: And, like, you know, but it's still fun. I, I have fun with all of those games. I just beat... Guitar Hero 5, which I think uh, will still go down as significant because it has a very, very good example of don't do this in that game.
0: So, the the most egregious use of dead people.
1: Yes, uh, which I think is still going to continue to be relevant as we go forward and forward. Uh, Maybe less so in video games, but more so in film. Yeah, for sure. Because, uh, yeah, if, you, if you're not familiar, 10 years ago, I think literally 10 years ago, yeah. 2009, yep. uh, Guitar Hero 5 came out, and it was very controversial at the time because uh, there's unlockable characters in that game that are real-life musicians. Yes. Uh, Shirley Manson, Matthew Bellamy of Muse, uh, Carlos Santana, and then two dead people, Kurt Cobain and Johnny Cash. Very dead. And uh, it's not like you just play the Nirvana song and Kurt Cobain's there. It's you can play as him as your avatar guitar man or drum man or singer. Or bass man. Or, yeah, any of the four. You can have Kurt Cobain, including multiples. You can be a band of four Kurt Cobains, and you can play any song on the game. And that soundtrack is, is not all songs that Kurt would probably like to be associated with let alone even the implications of this at all. Uh it it's just uh it's just kind of fucked up. You I mean it's like 10 years old, so now I just laugh at it cuz it's just like a weird relic of the past that like was just like what were they thinking? Yeah.
0: But man, it's it's just a mess.
1: You know, and then like fast forward to today. You, uh you didn't need trying to Yeah, I'm worried about stuff like Palpatine and Rogue One happening. Or dead actors popping back up in movies just because it's like, well,
0: you CGI. Carrie
1: Fisher's dead, but we didn't resolve her storyline, so is she still going to be in the movie? Is that disrespectful?
0: Apparently they're using footage from uh, episode 7.
1: Yeah. Which
0: is strange.
1: I think they're going to have her die off screen and then just have like a maybe a final scene with some like old dialogue they didn't use.
0: Yeah, probably. It's
1: which is the only way you should do it. But yeah, like yeah, you know, when you get to the point where you're putting Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One and like you know that's that's really weird. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. No, I
0: that was the question. questionable. Thing. I think they learned their lesson from that pretty quick. You know, when we're getting to
1: the complained. you know the Tupac hologram. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that shit. <laughs> Tupac dead. Let him be dead. Fuck. He dead as fuck. <laughs> unless don't you're gonna, do it. unless you're gonna like fucking bring John Snow back from the dead. These people just let him be dead. Please. It's fucked up, man.
0: Please let them be dead. God.
1: But yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I I haven't uh you know done a lot except stuff that we'll probably talk about later anyway.
0: Yeah, me neither. Mm. I'm still I'm still just waiting on something new for me to do. That's sad. I just play Tycho.
1: <laughs> I just play guitar. <laughs> rhythm game time. Hey, rhythm games are great. Hey, they are, though. I'm still playing Saints Row. That's fun. And uh, Phoenix Wright still, because, man, those are long games. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then there's three of them. So that's a while. But we'll get through it.
0: Yeah, and it's hard to just sit there and like blast through them. I feel like they're better played in sessions.
1: Oh, they're better played handheld as well. Yeah, because then you just you do it whenever you just are sitting there and you're like, uh, ah, what should I do? Oh, I'll play Phoenix. Like I used to play them at work because I had a lot. Of, I have a lot of downtime at my job, so I was able to just go through them all as I uh, sat there. Yeah, Hooray. I did that in college. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Productive. Whoops! What, what great members of society we are.
0: Whoops. Whoops. Whoops.
1: <laughs> so uh, let's talk about things. Uh, let's get into the meat of the shit. Things. Uh, do you want to <sighs> talk about a good thing we saw first or a bad thing we saw first?
0: Let's, I don't know, man. Let's, let's, let's get to, let's do Game of Thrones. Let's get it out of get the way. Get it out of the way? Let's just get it out of the way. Let's just, let's just fucking, all right, ready? It sucked. <laughs> What are you talking about, Jusby? It was great! That's it. That's the episode. I'm gonna turn it off now. It Goodbye. was so good! Best season ever! Oh, God. I hate it. Uh, Alright, so,
1: um... You know... Spoilers if you haven't seen it, I guess. But, uh... What basically happened... Is, is the complete and utter destruction of multiple characters... Long-ass character development arcs, just completely crushing them into bits. It's really bad. Throwing these characters into a blender until they're nothing but goop, and then pouring them on the ground, and then they fucking melt in the sun is basically what we got here. Yeah. It sucked we, ass. Kind
0: where we started talking last week where, where Jamie, Jamie Big left. In
1: our much delayed episode, thankspodcast.com. Yeah, we're not with you cunt. anymore,
0: you motherfuckers. We're nope. on a new thing. Yay, new thing. Thanks, new guys. for They, they helped me out a lot We're already. still on old nice. shit,
1: though, because Apple, Spotify. I'm, yeah, sure, yeah. Our, our I'm homes, sure nobody goes to a website to listen to it. None of our shit. homes
0: moved. We are on. Yeah. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Play. We are on Spotify. We are on Stitcher. Stitcher? Yeah, that's a big popular podcast app. Oh, I didn't know that one. Yeah, okay. we're on that one, too.
1: Well, all right. That, that, that's, that's are we just... on Net Zero? No. Oh. <laughs> NetZero.net. Oh, hell yeah, baby. Net Zero. <laughs> Net Zero 7.0.
0: Whoa. Get your free trial today. Whoa. Whoa.
1: Whoa. Anyway, Game of Thrones. Oh, God, I don't want to... Uh, yeah, want, anything to avoid talking about it, right? No, we got Which we character's go it. arc that got completely ruined do you want to talk about first? Uh, we'll talk about Jaime. Spin the
0: wheel. We'll talk about Jamie Lannister first because I kind of started bringing it up. I think
1: this is one that most people are landing on the same side of, feeling with. Uh, just like, Jamie is a character that was clearly... redemption arc character a character that starts the series out a complete and utter irredeemable scumbag then begins to have more humanizing elements as you go along and you begin to actually feel bad for him as a character and it's great it was completely written well until it hit a snag (laughs) or seven and then it hit a really big snag in this episode where uh he just decides to go be with his sister because that's his true love and you're like yeah that's his sister that's his sister his sister. So the the, the, the writers D. of this show, D&D... Basically actively root for incest and should be yeah, stopped that, at that, all that's, costs.
0: That's, that's what I was about to get at. <laughs> Is that, you, you know, they, they keep harkening back to this incestuous relationship. And they're like, yeah, he's in love, baby. Mm. Like, God, no, please. After they
1: just finally, after multiple seasons, got him hooked up with Brienne in the last episode before he fucking dies uh and it it felt real yeah it felt like finally he's like yeah maybe i shouldn't date my own sister who's a complete utter cunt maybe (laughs) maybe uh and then brienne is just a far better character and a far better match and it seemed like it was finally happening and it was finally real apologies for yard work sounds if you hear it in the background of the podcast I guess not much we could do about that. Nope, just yard work happening.
0: We're in a neighborhood
1: where it's yard work... It's summer! Happens. Oh,
0: yeah!
1: <laughs> Pull out the weed and wait to get melted by dragon fire, everybody! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jamie got ruined just by dying a terrible death. He had a sword fight with everyone's favorite character in this show. You're on, can I get a black and mild, please? Greyjoy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i just keep seeing on the internet people equating him to just like a scumbag (laughs) like just with like a like a backwards monster energy drink hat yeah and like a a tap out shirt (laughs) because that's his character he's just like man i'm so badass can't do nothing about me and then like he delivers on it and it's annoying that he actually is because he doesn't feel like he should be. He should have got a more just end than killing Jamie Lannister. He's
0: the kind of guy that that like walks into a store, buys a can of Copenhagen snuff, yeah, and then, and then turns to somebody behind him who's about to get a pack of cigarettes, but like, smoke it's bad for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of guy. Someone who
1: like you invite over to your house that you immediately regret it because he's sitting in the corner with a giant, massive pile of chewing tobacco in the corner of his lip, just going like. And then he's just like spitting black goop in a bottle every now and then, and you're just like, you're on. Please don't do this in my home. <laughs> please, <laughs> you're on. Please get out of here. And then Cersei sees him and is like, mm, that's attractive for some reason." I do like my own brother, so.
0: She's not attractive uh, to him. Please. I know. Mean, no fucked, no point.
1: Yeah, but she, she could have just not fucked him. Well, if she felt wanted like she to.
0: had to. I think. I
1: guess. Stupid. She, she got ruined, too. Uh, not not as drastically as Jamie because, like, she, you know, she lived and died a horrible, awful cunt. And that's her character, and that's fine. I wanted to see her do more evil things this season.
0: She didn't do anything.
1: No, she, she just, just stood there, died in rubble like everyone else, and it was shit.
0: I'm okay with her dying in rubble, though. I guess, that's but... That's not a part of it that I was,
1: like... I would have liked a more climactic, like, decisive, like, somebody gets revenge against Cersei conclusion to it, I think. Nah. Or Jamie her, which is what a what lot was, of people thought was going to happen. That's what
0: should have happened, guys. <laughs> yeah. God damn it.
1: Just because some people think it is what's going to happen doesn't mean you change it from happening. Right. That's what a lot of people are thinking happened here.
0: Yeah. A lot of subvert- people Netflix think they
1: hard subverted your expectations because a lot of people's expectations have been running wildly for years now because, you know... Game of Thrones as a concept has been around for years and years and years because of the books. And the fan theories are running wild. And uh, a lot of people think that D&D might have changed some things just to keep people on their toes. You're the end of the show. I'm not certain that they did or not, but I know George R.R. Martin would never do that. He's on record as talking about that and going like, you know, if you're... uh, if your books twist as the butler did it, and then someone guesses before you're even done writing all the books that the butler did it, you don't all of a sudden change it so that, like, the cleaning lady did it. Right.
0: You have because then there's
1: all these things and seeds that you've sown that don't pay off and don't work at all. And uh, That's what it
0: felt like happened to That's Jamie. what it
1: feels like here, because it, it almost feels like Jamie and Cersei's entire characters were filler, because they don't ultimately matter for the in, in, conclusion of the show which is a shame. The knights, the fucking night's king and the white walkers feel like filler now.
0: They were, cuz they didn't matter to the overall show. Oops. They were they were this whole time. They didn't have the potential to be anything else, which is bullshit. That that's the corner that that good old George R.R. Martin wrote himself into. There is no other conclusion to that because they're not the primary point of the show. Mm, but you make so. them such a such a large and difficult threat that you have to just spend time just dealing with it now. I'm
1: not so certain he's going to write them off as easily as they do in this show. Because he's been setting them up since the very first chapter of the very first book. So They were in the first episode. Yes, they were. It's the very first scene. It's about White Walkers. Right. Or at least dead people in the winter.
0: Doesn't matter. It's still a subplot. <sighs> I guess. It's, it's, not the like primary, it matter. it's not the primary plot of Game of Thrones, though. So you have to wrap it up before the show wraps up. I guess so. Or the books wrap up. You Anywho, have to. You don't have a choice.
1: Uh... The main thing that people are talking about, obviously, is Daenerys. Which this is this the, the hot-button uh, topic. This is the worst thing the show has ever done, in my opinion. And, I, you know what? I'm actually 90% confident that this is what's going to happen in the books. Absolutely. Because this feels like a pretty major thing. Yeah. That, like, when they were getting past the books and he had to give them an outline of what happens. This feels like a pretty major thing that he had to tell them. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, George R. R. Martin has the advantage of writing in a way that each chapter is about a character and we get their inner thoughts and things. So maybe going into Daenerys's head a little bit more and also having the foresight to write a uh, descent uh, into madness arc for her might, you know, be better than what they did here, which is just, like, ah, uh, she get mad. Yep. She's mad. Why? just mad. And, I mean, I, I guess what they're going for is they killed her friend, and they killed her dragon, so she snaps. But it feels like that should have happened, like, immediately before she snapped, as opposed to, like, literal days before. Yeah. Because, like, you know, Daenerys isn't, like, an idiot. Or someone that Snap reacts that fucking harshly. She's had multiple tragedies in her life where people have died, and these are more. Yeah. And I don't think it makes sense for this character to react in a way where she immediately starts murdering innocent women and children. It doesn't jive with what was written in the books for her, and I don't think it jives with what was in the show for her. And a lot of people are arguing otherwise, but I think I'm, you know, in reviewing a lot of it, I am gonna say that no. No, it does not jive with it. No. No, not at all. And you could have set it up more, and I I feel pretty confident that George will. Even with what's established with her. You know, she could save slaves and feel terrible and be like a morally just individual and still go down a dark path later. But you need to write it knowing that that's going to happen well. (laughs) And they certainly did not. People are going through, like, chapters of the book where it's like, you know, Daenerys, like, like in the books, I don't think they ever went into this in the show. There's a plague that happens in Meereen
0: okay and people
1: start dying, and uh, all of her advisors say, no, you should not go down there and help the people. But she's like, no, it's important for me, the ruler of these people, to meet my people up front and help them and just let them know that if I can't save them from dying, at least I fucking care. And she goes down and helps the sick people as best as she can and passes out food and talks to them and shit. Even though there's actually open risk of infection from the plague. And that's fucking selfless. Yeah, absolutely. You're telling me that that character (laughs) turns into a fucking tyrannical leader? Because that's certainly what we're getting next episode. 100%. You know, it doesn't make sense to me. There has to be more setup for that. I think there has to be, like, a lot of more great failures where she just snaps and decides that, like, you know, I was going about life the wrong way all this time. And I think that's how the George R. R. Martin book will work when they finally get to this material.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. But it doesn't make sense here.
1: No, especially because they go out of their way to make it look like everything is okay. And the guys are surrendering yep i guarantee you that won't happen in the books oh I'm, i mean maybe she won't fire on people that have dropped their swords i don't think so i 100 percent don't think so i think it'll be something like it's over and then like cersei has somebody shoot an arrow anyway and then it kills the dragon and then she just snaps and starts killing people
0: That sounds like that probably. That makes a lot more sense to
1: me. In the moment it makes a lot more sense to me, other than just like her just like looking and then just deciding to be a bitch now. Doesn't make sense. So yeah. I'm obviously not very happy about that. I'm sure there's a lot of people not happy about that in the world right now. People named their
0: kids Khaleesi and Danny and shit. (laughs) Oh man, they're probably feeling that. That's a big oof. That's I, saw,
1: a- I saw a tweet about it that was like watching the episode. Come downstairs, Arya. It's time for your bedtime. Mom, my name's Khaleesi. Nine more not, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> your name's Arya from now on. Because <laughs> Arya's the only. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'd say Arya's the only character I've kind of liked this season. Yeah. Jon Stowe has done nothing. He's an extra. Danny turned evil. Jamie's character art got fucking sh- fucked up the ass. Cersei didn't do anything. Tyrion has been, like, very ineffective and not as fun as he used to be. Davos has done nothing. I mean, I guess the first couple episodes this season, we had some fun conversations and things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now those have went away, just so we can have, like, holy fuck, dude, didn't expect that moments. And, like, I guess you can mistake it that Game of Thrones is about that, but it's not. It's about what happens after those things.
0: Right. It's about the about how it affects the characters.
1: Yeah. Like, killing Ned Stark results in a lot of good shit. It's not just about, like, whoa, it would be crazy if I killed the main character. Yeah. I think it's more like, what would this do to all the characters in the show? Yeah. What events could transpire from it that would be interesting. And uh, I don't know. The only interesting thing I could see transpiring from this is that, uh, well, Daenerys has to die now. Yep. And John has to kill her. Yep. Or Arya has to kill her. Somebody. Yeah. Somebody has to fucking kill her. And that's just a waste of a lot of shit that was building up for years and years and years, just yep. like every other fucking plot line.
0: Yeah, well, you know, we had to get this wrapped up real quick, so D&D, go work on Star Wars. Oh, no! They're gonna ruin that, too! I mean, as long as they uh, directly adapt a book, I think they'll be fine.
1: Yeah, to be fair... They signed on to adapt Game of Thrones, not write it. And clearly they aren't good at that. So, Wish George finished the books! Uh, I'm sure he was like, guys, don't worry about it. I'll have those books finished before you know it. And then nope. And then just there's nothing. And they're just like, well, fuck it. We can't be writing this show forever. 13 episodes and that's it. We gotta go make Star Wars. And then here we are. With the actors being interviewed and like, you know... Looking left and right to see if the snipers are in position and then just going like, yes, yeah, a great season. Yeah. It's real good. Yeah. Please watch it. Subscribe to HBO Go.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: <laughs> Next uh, week is
0: the the end of all of this.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's not going to be that nuts. I, I honestly don't think so. I think this was the nuts episode and it's over now. Usually how thrones is structured actually. Yeah, you the, the nuts. nuts thing happens in the penultimate episode of the season.
0: The ult- and then usually the last episode is the repercussions.
1: Yeah. I I assume this will be no different. It's just going to be the actual ending ending. Hopefully it uh is you know, I have no confidence in it being good. But I hope there's at least some positive nuggets I can glean out of it. Yep. We'll see. Got to watch it now. Can't quit now when you're at the finish line. Yeah, might as well. Even though you're at the finish line and your fucking legs fell off.
0: (laughs) Might as well drag yourself. (laughs) You start walking with your hands.
1: Oh, it's fucking depressing.
0: It's genuinely
1: depressing. Your brother was watching season four when I was over his house a couple days ago. And, And God, that used to be such a good show, man. Used to be. Ugh. Used to have great character moments and great dialogue and great witty banter and just great shit all around. Multiple storylines, tons of great locations, great moments.
0: You don't think it's gone?
1: Yeah, and now there's just nothing left. Hey, at least we got Clegane Bowl.
0: Yeah.
1: And at least it was, you know, if, if nothing else, that episode looked beautiful.
0: Oh, it was shot gorgeously.
1: Bad material directed well.
0: Right. Directed well, shot well, acted well.
1: Mhm,
0: mhm. Every, everything else was firing on all cylinders except the writing. And that's where it was just complete horse shit.
1: Yeah. Can't really blame anyone except those two.
0: Nope. Really can't. That sucks.
1: It's gotten to the point where I hate seeing their faces now.
0: <laughs>
1: and and you know that's bad cuz like I don't want to hate anyone. That's, like, a writer or a director. Because, like, you know, I mean, we kid about a lot of things on this show. But at the end of the day, it's just, you know, it's just people trying to make something work. And it's really hard to write something.
0: Oh, absolutely. I know that. Yeah.
1: It's really hard to make something with a satisfying conclusion, for sure. Because people are fickle and they'll be disappointed by a lot of things. Uh, including us. <laughs> I'm not un- I'm not unincluding us. Ah, oh, no, no. You know, like I don't hate the guy who made Halloween 5. He just got a paycheck and then he went home and he was like, well, I mean, whatever, it was shit. Who cares it's Halloween 5?" <laughs> but like
0: and that's that, our same reaction.
1: But like at this point, like I though, making those like behind the scenes things at the end of every episode was a massive mistake because oh my you, god, you go into their process and it's like clearly they're just out to lunch. And they don't they don't care. They're recording this on a weekend and they're just like, when can we eat? <laughs> All right. So John, and this scene, the, John is mad because you, so we told Kit Harrington to act mad.
0: All the, right. Thanks guys. The bad guys, the good guys are the bad guys
1: now. Oh my God. I like them trying to like process what they just wrote. Like in the last episode where they were like, Danny kind of forgot about the iron fleet. <laughs> like, okay, that's your explanation. Your official explanation is that the character forgot. About a major group at play in this war. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah, sure thing, bud. Whatever <sighs> just you just look like some dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, clearly they were good at something. They were good at adapting Game of Thrones. Taking them good scenes and structuring them in a fun way. That were already written.
0: That's the thing. Yep. There, there it is right there. They're good at adaptation. <sighs> Please adapt a book. <laughs> for your Star Wars project, pick a, guys. Pick a good book from the EU and adapt it.
1: Find one. There's one somewhere, I swear.
0: There's a bunch of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just I'm showing throwing shade for no reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you sure are.
1: Darth Plagueis sure. book. Oh yeah, let's go. Hell yeah. Let's go. I love that book, unironically. Do it.
0: Darth Plagueis the Wise. <sighs> Alright, Hart. What was the good thing we watched? Uh, uh, Deadpool three, Pikachu Daryl Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched Detective <laughs> Pikachu, went and saw that shit. And we're a bunch of fucking stupid nerd boys, so we love Pokemon. And as the movie come out, and we're like, Ooh, come go see movie, and we went.
1: I mean, the trailers were hard to avoid. I oh, wish yeah, I did right. to a certain extent, but uh, because it ruined a lot of the good jokes and moments. Uh,
0: Some of them, yeah.
1: As a lot of trailers tend to do. But, yeah. uh, you know, as someone that is a casual Pokemon fan, this movie was great.
0: I enjoyed it quite a uh, just
1: Because just the idea of just concocting scenes with bunches of Pokemon in the background to just stare at and go like, Wow, this is what it would look like if it was real. At least, sort of. Right. <laughs> it's just so much fun. That's the main joy of this movie is just the world and just all the Pokemon and references and things in the background. That's the best part. The worst part's probably the story. Yeah, it's very generic. (laughs) I mean, I I really appreciated the the main actor and Ryan Reynolds. They did a good job. Yeah. Uh, Everyone else's acting was bad. Like,
0: literally everyone else's. Yeah, it was not very
1: good. That girl character sucked so bad.
0: I don't know if it was her or just what she was given to work with. Maybe the, the writing. Directed. Yeah. I
1: don't, I don't know. It was like she was going to be more of a bumbling character at first. And then they just forgot about that aspect. I don't know. Like, I'm a super journalist. Ha ha. And then they just, like, forgot about it. Yeah. Like, she was like a Phoenix Wright character at first. <laughs> <laughs> and was, like, the impression that I was getting. Because she was like leaning really hard into a persona is basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, and then they just forgot about that. But overall, like, you know. It's fun. I thought it was pretty good. Ryan Reynolds is great all the time in most things he does, yeah, even he if did, he just plays Ryan Reynolds every he time. He did a
0: fantastic job.
1: But in this one, like, given what we know about how the storyline ends up, it actually works out really well. and ends up being pretty sweet. Yeah. Heartwarming, if you will. Wasn't bad. It's definitely aimed for kids. But there's no shame in seeing it, I think, just because they definitely sneak in some uh, insane shit that I don't know how they uh, <laughs> got it in there, honestly.
0: Yeah, there's, there is a couple things.
1: I'm going to spoil think... one because I want to talk about it. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so if you haven't watched Detective Pikachu, don't, just skip ahead a couple minutes. All right, so the Mr. Mime scene is the best scene in the movie, in my opinion. And the reason it is is... uh in order to interrogate Mr. Mime, they threaten to burn him alive, and they mime pouring gas on him, and they mime lighting a match, and and then he spills the beans. (laughs) And then they accidentally drop the mimed match. (laughs) And
0: then it cuts.
1: And then we don't get a resolution to that at all. Like, I'm just like, okay, so the joke is that You pretended to light this character on fire and murder him (laughs) in a children's
0: film. You didn't actually get murdered. You just probably mimed Well, the only way
1: they got around it is it's mimed. I get it. But, like, clearly, (laughs) that's really fucked up. I loved it. How you put that in PG movie and they're like, okay. Do a hard cut. I'm glad they did. I think kids can handle it. But knowing what I know about the MPAA, I don't know how they did it. (laughs) Is all I'm saying. They also,
0: like, the first scene talked about Cubone wearing the skull of its dead mom.
1: That's dark shit. They leaned into it hard. Cubone just fucking crying. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, someone's throwing a fucking ball at its head. Yeah. That sucks, dude. Hard life
0: being a Cubone. (laughs) That
1: fucking sucks. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: The movie goes goes into quite a bit of, of themes about death. Yeah. And, like, Shit like that, which is, I think, is fine. It's something more kids' movies should do.
1: The story I and the, the villain's like, plot makes no sense, though.
0: Yeah, he's just kind of like, Ooh, big spooky crazy man, don't go, go make.
1: Wheelchair Pokemon. Bill Nye uh, is all like, Pokemon are better than humans, I think. So I'm gonna make myself Mewtwo and make everyone else their Pokemon. And I'm like, That's cool. What? <laughs> Why, though? But, like, literally, <laughs> yeah. why, though? Like, you just work with Pokemon anyway. Like, I don't know. It, it, it's that, like, weird, stupid, like, the evil, crippled trope that I hate anyway. Because it's just, yeah. like, always a thing. Uh huh. Your bad guy has to be in a wheelchair. Just because, you know, it, looks, it looked creepy a hundred years ago or whatever. It's I don't understand bad. it. I don't know. It's annoying.
0: I don't know. What? I mean, I, they could have leaned
1: more into story reasons for it. Like, I want to walk again, so I'm going to become a Mewtwo that controls everything, but they didn't. They just made him look like a dickhead. But, like, you know, that's not why you're here. The reason you're here is to see Ryan Reynolds go like, haha, I'm a Pikachu. And, and then, like, in the background, there's a Ludicolo, and it goes,
0: Ludicolo!
1: And that's why you're here. And yeah. it's, it's good. It's fun. <laughs> fun for that reason. I highly recommend it.
0: Me too. Go see it.
1: What I don't recommend Uh-oh. is Superman and Batman versus Alien and Predator. <laughs> All right, you go ahead and start that up.
0: I'm going to go get some water. Good call.
1: Uh, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. It's actually extremely short. It's uh, two issues compared to like a lot of these, which are closer to like three or four. Uh, let's see. I got uh, information about it pulled up here just in case. I need information about it. Uh, I never will again. Your writer is Mark Schultz. Uh, He's the current writer of the Prince Valiant comic strip. So you know that he's a great writer. Anyway, uh, he did a lot of alien crap for Dark Horse. I don't care. Uh, He didn't do a great job here. There are a couple good moments. I can't completely discredit him. And then uh, art by Ariel Olivetti. And uh, this might be... uh, I don't know if I like his art at all. Uh this might be controversial to some. It's that like weird, like painted but looks like computer generated art. It's not quite oh, yeah, yeah, painted yeah. like Alex Ross. I know
0: what you're talking about. But it's
1: very digitized looking. Yeah. Kinda like like when you look at like a cover of Ultimate Spider Man back in the day.
0: Yeah, that shit's like
1: And and like, you know, part of me thinks that looks cool, but like for the whole comic I just kinda found myself getting annoyed at it. It's just not for me.
0: It's I just think it's weird.
1: I don't know. I'm sure this man's been a part of uh, comics where it fit better. Like uh, I guess he's done like Space Ghost, <laughs> and uh, I, I think he did. Uh, yeah, Venom Space Knight, which I I've looked at what? a couple times. That's the thing that happened for a bit. Flash me? Thompson, Venom. Okay. Venom Space Knight. Venom in space. Great.
0: Hey, where he's he already an alien. Is that that I'm weird saying, to you? Where he belongs.
1: Yeah, sure. Sure, sure. Although I, I love Venom and street level things because it's fun. Uh, by where the way, best. current Venom is fucking God tier. Read that shit. Yeah, I've been hearing. Uh, and, and then it's only going to get better because we're getting a Carnage event soon. I can't wait. Please write Carnage well. No one ever has. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> okay, some people have. I'm, I'm, I haven't read everything, I can't read every comic. I only read the greats like Superman and Batman versus aliens and predators. Okay. Anyway, uh not not a huge fan of the art. That turned it off for me and made it go down a couple pages here, Josby. This is kind of like what it looks like and it's I, I I'm not oh, a I know huge what you're talking fan about. of it. Yeah, I don't like that it's a very digitized looking.
0: Yeah, I don't like that at all.
1: I'm not a so, fan. So uh we in uh we in I think the Arctic, which doesn't make any sense in about 5 minutes. Uh no. snow but then there's not snow
0: oh it's still in the arctic Uh, that doesn't make any sense I'm trying to remember did did they go to the the tropical antarctica a
1: mountain climbing crew goes missing in the andes they show up on page one and they're like expedition and then page two their heads are cut off by predators what a great scene wow get rid of those characters early uh, and then Predators show up to bother Batman in Gotham while he's trying to do his typical uh, Batman stuff, trying to take down the mob. Predators show up, capture him.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: and then they show up in Metropolis and uh, try to bother Superman, but he stops them because of Superman. What?
0: And Superman's then he uh,
1: investigates them, finds out that there's a crash ship in the Andes where these people just got murdered. Uh... And there he finds Batman, and our story begins. Uh, Lois got brought along, too, because, of course, Lois Why? is like, yay, we're going to go on a vacation to the Andes. And he's like, there's fucking predators there, Lois. And she's like, there was predators last time I hung out with you on a vacation. <laughs> what? You know, we, we, we appreciate uh, – <laughs> I don't I'm trying to say we, – we accept all the previous stories with aliens and predators involving Superman and Batman as canon, I assume, but uh, – because Batman knows the deal about both of these and Superman does as well. So they're trying to figure out what's with the predators. And uh what with the predators? So Batman is there already and he has basically uh decided to fight a big predator. Kind of like in The Predator we're, we're about hey, to see we'll
0: get, we'll It's get just to a
1: bigger predator and he uh establishes himself as the alpha because he beats the shit out of that thing. Okay. Uh Batman has made a lot of uh discoveries and adjustments in the time that it's uh, been since the last Aliens and Predators incidents. He knows a thing or two now. Has a lot of information. Batman's written very stupidly in this comic where like every time we see him and we get his internal dialogue, it's not just internal dialogue, it's like mission log.
0: Oh no, not those. Date
1: 00.0972. No,
0: not a journal entry.
1: Latitude 97, <laughs> Longitude 84, and shit like that. And it's just, like, annoying because he talks like he's a computer in those. and it's But it's supposed to be Batman. And it's Why? just like, is Batman a computer to you? I know Batman is smart, but, like, I, not how I want Batman to be written. Write him like a human being, please. That's kind of the key to his character. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, so Superman shows up, and uh, Batman tells him to scoop because he's been there for a while. Uh, or no, that doesn't happen yet. I'll get to that in a minute because I have a key complaint to make about it. Oh, boy. Uh, He shows up. Batman's there, and he's like, hey, there's Predators about. Watch your step. And Superman's like, I fought Predators before. Holy shit. Predators. (laughs) Whoa. And then they're, like, going down this active volcano that's about to erupt in the Arctic place, by the way. Uh, Uh, Deep underground, I guess. Uh, And they're just trying to figure out why there's Predators there. This is when Batman falls, and then that's when he goes and fights the alpha predator, okay? Okay. Uh, Meanwhile, Superman is set upon by aliens, and he's like, no, not you here, too. Oh, no, Great Rao. They make Superman say Great Rao a lot. I hate when people write Superman like this. Why? Uh, Because in reference to Rao, I don't know. But. Who care?
0: But why?
1: Yeah, I agree. I like when you write Superman like a human. It's kind of the key to his character. Even though he's Superman,
0: yeah, but like that's what's like good about Superman.
1: Yeah, it's the human part,
0: right? Yeah, because he was raised, raised by Earth. humans.
1: Isn't it weird that I just said that both the key to both of these characters is that they're very human, and yet they're both written like they're not in this comic?
0: Great. Hmm,
1: okay, so, so it's uh, like a real banger. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I want I want to discuss the amount of time that this occurs in. Okay. Here's what Superman's doing during this time. Fighting aliens. Here's what... And, and then when he's finally done fighting the aliens, and he goes into the cave systems deep underground to find Batman, here's what Batman has done in that amount of time. Let's say, like, 15 minutes. Okay. Because it, does, it doesn't take Superman a long time to fight these aliens. He's a full strength, full power.
0: Right. Okay? On
1: yeah. He just knocks out a bunch of aliens. Superman has morals in this again. It sucks uh in that time batman has taken out the chad alpha predator learned about their entire history of being stuck in this dormant active volcano or whatever now active was dormant found out their entire history was shown relics of their history learned their entire society's history and learned how to communicate with the predators
0: what the fuck it,
1: it it makes it feel like a lot more time should have went past but literally all that happened was Batman falls Superman fights aliens Superman goes to find Batman Batman has done all of this <laughs> it makes no sense uh, but so he's super smart yeah I, I is he the is he though is he that super smart no. he's not the flash he can't do things fast okay anyway <laughs> So here's what happened. Predators uh, wanted to colonize in in ancient times. And they find a planet with similar geography to their own. It's Earth. Or no, actually, they're supposed to go somewhere else. That's what it was. They had to crash land on Earth because something went wrong. Okay. So they land on Earth and they live underground and uh, eventually set up a society there. And uh, they just kind of live in peace. They're still hunter tribe people, but like maybe a little more chill than the average Predator, I'd assume, because their key mission wasn't to hunt. It was to live and colonize. Okay. Uh, but they want to go back to space, but their ship's broke. But Superman's like, no problem. I'll, I'll use this other ship that I have because I'm Superman. I'm going to literally bring my Fortress of Solitude here, and we'll use that. Superman could the, do that, by the way.
0: Yeah, also, why? I don't know.
1: Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, of course they brought aliens along, because a- Predators made them. And you gotta have those, because that's part of their customs and culture. Killing aliens when they're old enough to kill aliens, you know.
0: I, I hate it. Same. I hate that plot line so much.
1: Yeah, this was before Prometheus and all that shit, of course, so you don't get any of that. Um, okay, so, uh, by the way, there's an, there's an organization out there whose sole purpose is to take out predators and aliens, and they see this happening from a distance, and they're like, all right, we're going to nuke the site. While Batman and Superman are planning to help the predators go back to space where they belong. Like, they set an agreement. Batman convinces them that Superman is a sun god that they worship. And they're like, okay, you're going to get in his spaceship, and we're going to send you back to space. So, yeah, literally, even though this is supposed to be Superman and Batman versus aliens and predators, it's kind of like they're helping them. Which is not the title of the comic.
0: So it sounds like and
1: mean- uh, not what should be happening, because predators are just, like, by default violent. And by the way, like, when they go on Superman's ship... Superman's like, alright, I'm sure it'll be fine. And then they immediately start killing his, like, robots that, like, talk to people on the Fortress of Solitude. And, like, greetings, what can we help you with? And the Predators, like, decapitate them and shit.
0: Because
1: they're, <laughs> they're Predators. They instantly start acting like assholes. They fucking steal weapons. And, by the way, these Predators have murdered multiple people before this happened. As is their custom. And oh then Superman's God. just like, alright, th- no, that's fine let's just send him back to space (laughs) that's fine and then there's a good moment where a a good in quotation marks moment where uh superman's like all right i gotta go collect all the aliens now and the alien eggs batman's like what (laughs) no leave them in volcanoes so they die and he's like no they're living beings and batman's like superman i don't think you understand (laughs) and superman's like no i understand i've interacted with aliens multiple times and he's like you son of a bitch Those things are pure evil. (laughs) Please do not do that. And Superman's like, ah, it'll be fine, and goes and gets them. And he's at full power throughout the majority of this comic. One of the positives, I'll add, uh, because it's fun to see Superman actually not be threatened by either of these things for the majority of the comic. Right. Uh, When it's been quite the opposite for all of the other ones so far. Facehugger's jumping out of eggs at him, and he just, like, grabs them, and he's like, ah, that's stupid. And then he just freezes all the eggs with his ice (laughs) breath. (laughs) <laughs> throws them in a bag and just throws them in the cargo. <laughs> uh there's an alien queen and it like attacks and takes Batman, I think, and then Superman has to go save him and there's some bullshit where like there's a pocket dimension inside the uh Forgers of Solitude. It's it's uh from from the explanation it kind of sounds like it's like Jimmy Neutron's cube that he keeps <laughs> that he keeps shit in. Like, like it, it can hold infinite shit, but it's like the size, uh, palm of your hand. So Superman's Fortress of Solitude has infinite pocket dimensions inside of it, so he can store all of his shit. And because he's Superman, he has a lot of shit in there. He has a whole alien zoo, right? Like there's all kinds of shit in the Fortress of Solitude, infinite space. So anyway, Alien Queen grabs Batman and takes him to a pocket dimension, and before it can succeed, Superman goes and fucking makes it eat shit, and then. Takes it back and puts it in the cargo hold. and Launches the ship right before they nuke the site. And everything's fine. Everything's wonderful once again. They let them leave the planet. Uh, And it it was determined that uh, if they didn't do that. If they just, you know, let them nuke the site. The Predators had time bombs planted. That if attacked would have detonated and destroyed the entire world. So... I guess it's good that they helped the Predators instead of uh, what the not helping the Predators. But Why? You know, yeah, it's a lot of why. It's a lot of nonsense. The only real parts I liked were some of the Batman and Superman interactive moments where, like, they talk and they they say dumb shit. Like, there's a part where, like, Batman's falling from the sky after they send him out because he has to, like, bail out of the ship because they work together and things. And, and he's, like, he's just falling. He's just free-falling in the sky. And he's like, any second now. And then he just keeps falling. And he's like, any second now. (laughs) And he's like mad. And then Superman picks him up. And he's like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's fucking noises. All right. Well, anyway, that was a fun comic. But not really. No. I'm glad it was short. So uh, what's
0: next? That's it. All right. What do you want to do with them? Nothing anymore. Good.
1: But I've ranked them if you guys want to know. Yeah, go ahead. I've read all of the DC and Dark Horse, Alien, and Predator crossovers. All the ones that will ever exist because now the license is owned by Disney, who owns Marvel, who I assume won't let crossovers with DC happen ever again. At the bottom of the list at number eleven is JLA versus Predator, as you could maybe assume from when I talked about it previously. Yeah, it's just a humongous piece of shit with no redeemable factors whatsoever. <laughs> fucking super Predator, fucking plastic Predator. Yeah, the Batman Predator with, I guess, no extra abilities. <laughs> that one only has extra dead parents. Uh, Two sets. Right above that at number ten is Superman vs. Aliens. I fucking hated Superman vs. Aliens. Just his bad moral code and not being effective at all at being a hero and lots getting lots of people killed was was just a major turnoff for that storyline to me. And also I didn't care for the art and I didn't care for basically naked Superman being there most of the time. Really uh, wasn't nice. Uh, <sighs> number uh. nine is Batman vs. Predator 2. Also horrible. Uh, just just nothing of note at all bad art not great story two predators this time ooh ooh, huntress everyone's favorite woo bit of a jump in quality i guess superman and batman versus aliens and predator at number eight yeah eight uh i mean i just talked about it you know it's not great Uh, Number seven, Batman Aliens 2. Uh, You know what? It started out pretty promising, and it probably would have been ranked higher if it weren't for the bat shit, no pun intended, terrible conclusion where there's human-alien hybrids mixed with Arkham Asylum inmate DNA. Nonsense. Nonsense! Nonsense! At number six, Batman Aliens 1, which is, you know... This is, I guess, the cutoff right here. This is where I'd start saying, like, if you want to read it, it's fine. Uh, Batman Aliens is okay. It's nothing special. I wish it wasn't in the jungle. It's not the best setting for Batman. It's not the best setting for aliens. I feel like space would have been cool. Space Batman might be neat, too. Who uh, knows?
0: Jungle's best setting for Predators.
1: Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. Weirdly, there's, like, no jungle Batman Predator. Those yeah. are all in Gotham. But I like concrete jungle era kind of Predator stuff, too. Yeah, it's fine. At number five, we got Superman versus Predator. Uh, you know, the story goes off the rails with the whole, like, killing everybody who's, like, retarded or crippled plot. <laughs> but, uh, you know... Uh, uh the art's fun and there's some good quips in here and i appreciated some of the fights number four superman versus aliens 2 which is more like superman and the new gods versus aliens uh i liked all the moments with dark and interacting with aliens i liked some of the new Gods stuff uh i'm a big fan of big barda as a character now thanks to the mr miracle comic so i liked seeing moments with her and I liked seeing Superman actually being effective at fighting the aliens for once. Uh, and the art was fine. It just wasn't bad. It just wasn't great either. Uh, number three, Green Lanterns versus Aliens. I like this one a lot, actually. I like how it has two different time periods, two different Green Lanterns, uh, dealing with the repercussions of a uh, Hal Jordan choice, and then Kyle Rayner having to deal with that. Uh... Number two, Batman vs. Predator 3. Actually a solid sequel. Just skip Batman vs. Predator 2. Just go straight to 3. You'll actually have an alright time. Uh, I liked Mr. Freeze in it a lot. I liked the twist that they can't even see him. Uh, the twist that the freeze gun is actually one of the best weapons against the Predator you could possibly have. And I liked the uh, dynamic that it was kind of like Batman and Robin versus two Predators. Like as father and son Predator group dynamic. Uh, And number one is the first one I read, Batman vs. Predator. It nails the concept completely. It doesn't do anything entirely stupid with it. It's just through and through, feels like what would happen if these characters met and fought. And that's all I really want. (laughs) Yeah. It was great. I highly recommend reading that. And then if you're curious, read Batman Predator 2. I mean, sorry, 3. Do not read Batman Predator 2. Read Batman Predator 3 that'll give you a little more batman predator fun for you i i mean maybe green lantern aliens maybe superman aliens too but for the most part it was mostly a uh bad experience reading all of these which uh i didn't think it was going to be a good experience i did it for the show Uh, I remembered it so you didn't have to. Kill me for making that reference, please.
0: Yeah, I, I'm
1: mad at you. <laughs> I'm mad at myself. <laughs> this makes me so mad! I gotta make a
0: sketch! <laughs>
1: Let me look in my phone for the number of black guy and woman, and we're gonna make a sketch. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, man. Shitting on the nostalgia critic is fun.
0: It's a good pastime,
1: oh, hell yeah, speaking of a good pastime, yeah, I don't know that's not a really good transition no. at all. Talk about the predator, being all right,
0: so when I went to walk into this movie, right you look at the reviews on we did it at we... your
1: house. we didn't walk into anything when you walk into this movie. <laughs>
0: You, you're th- you you look at the reviews and you you look at what people are saying. You're like, yeah, looks like this is a pretty uh, eh, movie. I was fully prepared for it to be shit. Yeah, and so you sit down, you start watching it, and the first 20 minutes of it aren't that great. You have, like, you have a Predator ship, big old crashy crash down. You have a platoon of of soldiers in a jungle on a mission to fuck up some kind of cartel shit. The predator shows up, kills everybody except one guy. But the difference is the guy fucks up that predator and gets out. like okay. Mm hmm Then it goes to right after that and then uh apparently a bunch of military people learn from all the past experience of the other Predator movies. And they're like, Alright we noticed the Predator, let's figure some shit out about it. Let's let's get it stuff. Well, it so happens, it's a big military man. The the only one left alive from the military the entire thing. <laughs> Stole some stuff from the predator and ships them somewhere but then swallows the predator's cloaking <laughs> device which is a small <laughs> ball and you're like okay that was weird dude like, all right, that's a little strange and up to this point you there's this movie is just okay and you're like all right I don't okay. I thought he was being really reckless doing all of that but yeah. like given how the
1: military reacts throughout the entirety of this movie I guess he made a good call yeah cuz they probably would have killed his ass Weird that how aggressive they are to hide the alien secrets.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to get it out to the public and have them freak out.
1: Whoa, aliens and predators are real? I thought that was just an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Wow.
0: Wow. Wow. And her doctor lady. Played by Olivia Munn. Olivia, Olivia Moo. Mm hmm. She... I guess there's a
1: scene cut with her, by the way. I don't know if you remember this controversy. Yeah. Uh, Shane Black's friend. Forget his name. uh, Cameos in all of his films. So he was accused of, uh, I don't know, some things. Okay. And uh, he was in a scene with Olivia Munn where he was jogging alongside her and hitting on her. And she was like, probably, like, get away from me, creep, or whatever. And it was just a comedic scene played for whatever, but, like... I guess that he was accused of stuff before shooting on Predator began, and she was like, uh, when she found out Yeah and demanded that he be removed from the movie and that scene be removed from the movie. And they did. That's good. Yeah. But it's kind of fucked up because, like, Shane Black knew. Everybody knew, except Olivia Munn, probably. that's fucked up. From what I know, from what I remember. I'm not, I don't have the news story in front of me. If I'm getting details wrong. I apologize, but I know the result was they took that scene out of the movie, and Olivia Munn
0: was pissed. As she should be. Understandably so. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. Anyway, Doctor Lady. Yeah. Military, like, come here, Doctor Lady. We got an alien for you. And she's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then, then look, looks at Alien Man. But uh-oh, Alien Man, wake up. <laughs>
1: You're fast-forwarding a lot through this scene. There's something I want to tell you that is fucking insane to me. Oh, okay. Go ahead. That other scientist guy that's there? Yeah. W- alongside her? He is played by... Let me. i got to find his name. I don't want to uh, get it right. Uh,
0: wait. I got it. I got Jake it. Jake Busey. Oh. Now,
1: that's Gary Busey's son. Yeah. I thought he looked vaguely like Gary Busey. He's playing a character called Sean Keyes. Guess who Gary Busey played in Predator 2? Oh, my God. Peter Keys. It's his son. It's canon. God damn it. Whoa! And it's just a subtle thing. that I don't even know if they call him by name in the movie. No, they do not. He's uh, probably in the credits or something. Yeah, it's neat.
0: Huh. That's cool.
1: I mean, he just dies, and it's just like whatever. But, like, you know, it makes sense that they call him on board because his dad was a predator hunting man. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And there's also the weird guy there who knows surprisingly a lot about the Predators. Uh the main head villain of this movie, yeah. basically. Even though he's not like presented as that right away. Right. Uh he he's he just knows a lot about them predators. He's just shooting the shit with her about him. Telling yeah. her all about what's going on with he's, them. He's he's played by Sterling K. Brown. K. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember what he's from. I
1: guess he's from This Is Us.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Did a lot of shit in that. I mean, he looked familiar to me, so I was just curious. No idea. Hmm. He's in Black Panther.
0: Oh, okay. He's in the Angry Birds movie too. Oh fuck (laughs) yeah, dude! (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah! Yeah. What a useful movie
1: to come out in 2019.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anywho, go 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 ahead. So so they're they're looking at Predator Man, but then he do big wakey he up. and then this is when we learn how the action
1: in this movie is going to be yeah he starts
0: ridiculously (laughs) tearing everything apart it's maddening how fucked up how ridiculous and over the top and gory it is I love it yeah
1: me too this is when I learned that this movie might be a little better than I was previously let on it's schlock no ifs ands or buts about it it is schlock but it embraces it and I'm not really saying that Predator should be schlock. It doesn't have to be schlock. It can take itself seriously, and give you something like Predator One. But maybe nowadays, when everybody's so familiar with it, and everybody rolls their eyes when another one gets announced, yeah, maybe this is a good approach, or maybe not, because it didn't make a lot of money and a lot of people hated it. I don't know. But honestly, I kind of enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. We'll, from we'll, this point onward, we'll basically. The, yeah, basically. After this scene, so that that's. So while all of the carnage is going on, we we get a transition over back to military man. And uh Oh boy. He's getting he's getting big military evaluate. Mm-hmm. And he getting on the loony bus. The loony bus. He gets on a bus and he's going to a mental institute placey place. And then there's um, Should we
1: go over our cast of characters wait, on this? And then he bus? gets
0: but on this bus is the rest of the main cast of this film.
1: Yeah, they're all like Dishonorable discharge, possibly crazy soldiers. Yeah. Uh, the main one is Nebraska. He's played by Trevante Rhodes, who you may recognize from Moonlight.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, he was great in that movie. Yes, he and was. And he's actually pretty good here as a completely different kind of. Well, I mean, I guess he's similar in a lot of ways, character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to be badass really hard, I guess. That's I right. <laughs> Super hard. Let's see here. Yeah, got Theon. You got Theon Greyjoy as Lynch. <laughs> uh, I don't. He. I mean, I, he was fine. He was I don't fine. know.
0: He was just. He was just. He wasn't a major. character. Alfie
1: Allen is his name. Oh, Little okay. brother to um.
0: To Lily Allen.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Huh. I didn't know if you knew that. No. She I didn't wrote a know. song about him called Alfie, and it's just she's just like shitting on him for getting high and playing video games all the time. It's funny as shit. That's dope. <laughs> now he's Theon Greyjoy. Suck my dick. <laughs> Yeah, now he's, like, more popular than her. It's crazy. Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) I like Liliana. What the fuck? There's Nettles, uh, played by Augusto Aguilera. Uh, I've never really seen him in anything. Uh, Thomas Jane you've seen in stuff before, for sure. You know him from Spider-Man 3. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Okay, but, like, other things, like Sideways and things. Uh, He's Baxley uh he has Tourette's that's his character I guess yeah kind of weird not always funny at all not even close to always funny feels like someone like was like swearing is funny so let's put him say fuck cock fuck shit fuck pussy in the movie haha and like that's kind of rude to people with Tourette's
0: I guess but any fucking way it's like, yeah, Tourette's guy was funny, like, a decade before this movie was made.
1: Ah, oh,
0: man. And then rounding out the cast
1: is uh, Keegan-Michael Key as Keegan-Michael Key. That's uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, I mean, like, an annoying version of Keegan-Michael Key, yeah. I guess. Because he's, like, constantly cracking jokes, but, like, they're not good jokes. But uh, I kind of enjoyed him because it feels like this is a crazy person. And he, he's playing a crazy person. So it kind of worked. So anyway, this is the Looney Bin squad that uh our character meets all of them. And then predator attack bus. <laughs> well no,
0: it's not the predator. Something attack like that, bus. I don't know. It's that that uh, science science lady wants wants to talk to military man. That's right. And then they're and then they're like, "Fuck, we got to turn the bus around."
1: So it's still in the, pr- the vicinity when the predator escapes. Right.
0: So they so yeah. then they pull up and then everything's getting fucked up by the predator and they're like, "What the shit?" And then right before all of this happens, they they ask military man what why he's in the loony bin, and he's like, "I saw a space alien." They're trying to cover it up, and they all laugh at him. And then space alien shows up. <laughs> it was like, actually, well,
1: it was like, actually well, kind of funny. He was
0: I'm like, "Well, that's a fucking space alien." So. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm like, all right, here we go. And then and then he's like, "All right, we gotta we gotta." get out of here, and then they they pull a coup on the guards and take the bus. Oh,
1: that was such a weird scene, by the way, because it has this heroic music behind it, even though they're, like, literally just stealing a bus and knocking out soldiers. It's great. And then they play heroic
0: music. It's so funny.
1: It's
0: so funny. That was so (laughs) intentional.
1: Yeah, I know. I loved it.
0: It was so funny. Uh,
1: They link up with Olivia Munn somehow. She's running away from a predator.
0: Yeah, she's running away from a predator. She lands on their bus.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And then she actually shoots her in the foot with a tranquilizer gun. She shoots herself in the foot. Yeah, with a tranquilizer gun. As Olivia
1: Munn can do constantly.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Hey!
1: Oh, that almost fell.
0: Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh, slapstick-ass groggy stuff coming. She just scooting around, doesn't know what's going on, falling over. And And then they... And then talk about subvert expectations. He's the military man says, get to the chopper. But they grab, not that kind of chopper.
1: Oh, yeah. A
0: bunch of chop, like, West Coast chopper motorcycles.
1: <laughs> Don't they hit a predator with a motorcycle?
0: They do hit the predator that's with fucking, a motorcycle. That's they ram fucking
1: top notch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then everybody jumps on the motorcycles and they leave.
1: Mm-hmm. They go to, like, a hotel or something. Yeah, they go to
0: a hotel room, and then she... And she then
1: wakes up surrounded
0: by weird guys. And she's and like, all right, like, I'm fucking out of here, uh... please. <laughs> and they convince her to stay, even though she well, literally hates everybody in that room.
1: Well, it's because the military tried to literally kill her Right. once uh, the predator breached containment and everything was going south. Because now she knows, and now she's out there, I guess. But, like, were they always planning on killing her? Like, I don't really understand. I don't know. Like,
0: that's weird. That Doesn't make any sense to me. But like, like, what reason do you have to kill her? I don't know. It's very uh, non non consequential to the plot.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe this is just like a rogue military organization that isn't like really ran well. I got that sense. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so but everybody
0: uh, sucks in this movie. This did kind we of talk point.
1: about Military Man's son yet? Nope. Okay.
0: So all throughout all of this happening, you have Military Man's son. Mm-hmm. And uh. It's played by Room Kid,
1: Jacob Tremblay from yeah. Room, not the Room.
0: No, wrong one. Worst movie. Wrong room. one. <laughs> Take the the out. It's Room.
1: Room is actually very good. I was just room making is a amazing. shitty joke. Room is
0: great. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was good in it too. And he's, All he's you okay, fucking
1: internet dweebs that hate Brie Larson should watch that movie because she fucking she's, is amazing in it. She's
0: fantastic.
1: Y'all suck for hating Brie Larson.
0: Yeah. Oh, but but they're they're alert they're allergic to feminists so they can't <laughs> they can't even look at her oh god D- looking at it gives them gives them sinus infection
1: why did not <laughs> she smile
0: <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> that's what guys sound like on the
0: but internet. anyway enter room kid <coughs> and uh, he's got Tourette's
1: or autism or something
0: something he's on the spectrum
1: they don't really fully explain it, although it's actually crucial to the plot that I hate it he has autism, this I guess the thing I
0: hate about this movie.
1: oh yeah, no, this is bad this is just bad this is a bad plot point, but we'll get to it later when it matters
0: anyway uh he doesn't like loud noises very much no if somebody pulls the fire alarm in his school. And he's sitting there cowering. Some bullies come up and fuck with him and knock over a bunch of chess pieces. Where all the kids This is where we learn chess. that
1: he's like you know super smart. Super smart. Yeah, because he puts all the chess pieces back where they go or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: He has photographic memory. Uh,
1: anyway, meanwhile at his house, when he gets home,
0: the package shows up.
1: The yeah. package shows up with the fucking predator shit in it, and he's like, "Ooh, a video game." Basically, I mean that's that's told to us separately, but I guess we can infer it. Because yeah. he starts fucking around with it and having fun, and uh, it even goes so far as he um, takes the Predator mask and puts it on and, and the, goes yeah. trick or treating with it. Yeah,
0: he takes the Predator gear. It's Halloween, by about. the way. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> worthwhile to note.
0: So he's out doing the Halloween trick or treaty thing, and he's got the big old Predator mask that's clearly too big on him. On yeah, that's for a giant alien. It's cute. And it's funny. It is funny. Yeah. And then uh, you've got bullies come up. And he's like, uh, "Shut the fuck up, bully, bitch, boys!" Or something like that. Sure. He walks like up that, to a sure. house and hits, hits, hits the ding dong, and trick or treat. Man, ans doesn't answer a door, and but he's this like, This dude, Aw. just
1: pops out of his upstairs and says, "Trick or treat, this you little shit!" And throws a rock at him.
0: And the thing is, that's a predator mask. It is constructed to defend itself, so it puts a hole in him. It burns his. Whole oh yeah! House it just down. blows
1: him the fuck up and blows up his house. It was amazing. And then, that was amazing. And the boys
0: are like, "Oh, not fucking with him. Goodbye." <laughs> the kid like, "Oh."
1: So meanwhile, he's out and about and uh husband and the the crew of uh mentally unstable folks are uh, out looking for him. I think we have a brief moment where they stop by his house and he's not there.
0: Yeah, so they have to go looking for him.
1: Yeah, his estranged wife who doesn't like him yeah, well, or Yeah, will they
0: figure out the predators after his gear? And then he's like, "Oh shit."
1: That means he's after my son because he right. has the helmet and the wrist thing.
0: So like, we got to go yeah. get my son.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they go out. Uh, did we? Uh,
1: did we mention that there's another predator ship that landed? That's important to mention.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. There's yeah, a lot of this stuff seems done. Yeah, it just kind of so. just
1: all happens, 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 happens. Lots of stuff happens.
0: Yeah, so another predator ship shows up, and there's and there's another pred pred.
1: Yeah, he has dogs. Yeah, the ones from predators. Uh, I like that they made a return. I don't mind them.
0: I'm fine, they're just, they're just, like, I thought they They do know. some fun stuff with them in this <laughs> movie. Yeah, they're <laughs> <still> <laughs> hunting dogs. Yeah. So anyway, those do- the kid, while running away from basically the cops, uh, shows <laughs> <laughs> up. <laughs>
1: yeah, basically, he's, he's like, "Oh somebody. fuck, I, I killed someone."
0: <laughs> Later, so he runs to a place that he likes. The guess, runs to a lot is the baseball field that's empty.
1: That's while uh, husband and everybody else finds it's, him. Yeah. It's like, think of somewhere where he'd go. But what finds
0: him first is a dog. Predator and then what dog. finds him after that's a predator dog.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. That then, was a good scene, actually. Yeah, I like the He He's like,
0: what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then everybody shows up and starts fighting predator dogs.
1: And they take a lot of bullets. Those things are bullet sponges. Those are like yeah. Destiny
0: enemies. What the yeah, fuck? Absolutely. They're more like Anthem enemies. <laughs> and uh, But they, they fight them, and then uh, Nebraska comes up and puts a bullet in the side of one of their heads. And, and it's
1: still alive, but it's just like stupid now? It will it. it. <laughs> it's great, because it like, follows them around the whole movie.
0: Yeah, it just doesn't and know And it's like their friend.
1: It's just like, duh, and it doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all. Its brains are leaking out the whole time, I guess.
0: He <laughs> just doesn't fucking care. But whatever,
1: fuck it. Uh, whatever.
0: You got lobotomized. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. And they take the sun and then Predator shows up. Both Predators show up. And they start fighting each other. You're like, what? And that one, the one of them, really big. Yeah. Other That's one, a
1: big ass Predator.
0: Another one, tiny little baby boy. Tiny yeah. little baby boy, get fucked up bad.
1: Uh somewhere around the edges here we get an explanation for what's going on I think from the Olivia Mon or the leader of government bad government man. Yeah. The the reason big predator is here is to chase after little predator and to get all the gear back. But also like like cuz that was like a dissenter to the predators, yeah,
0: you had gone. We went rogue. They're or something. Uh,
1: they're adapting themselves with human and other DNA to make themselves better. Because this one has like an exoskeleton, yeah, that can form at will, yeah, or something like that. He's been genetically enhanced. He's like a super duper predator. As if they weren't already like invincible and OP as shit, right? Uh, but the Maybe rogue predator, if you will, the normal sized one, was here delivering something that we could use to fight against them. Yeah, because I for guess Earth. he was trying to help us. I guess it's, I don't know. A
0: big old package for Earth.
1: Yeah, and we'll get to what that is later on in the movie. Yeah, at the end. Uh, so where do we go next here?
0: So Predator fucks Predator up, and they're like, "We gotta get the fuck out of here." They do, and they do. And uh, then they they go to like just some kind of small little farm thing, and then you get you get a couple little little expositiony shits, and uh the The predator dog shows up and they want to kill it. And then Olivia Munn's like, "Not, nah, dude, I want him."
1: Oh, and then the government shows up and kidnaps all of right. them. Right,
0: and then the government shows up and makes them put their weapons down, and then ties them all up. So, because they want to talk to the kid.
1: Yeah, who knows how to open the ship or whatever? Yeah, he knows, he knows. He knows predator. how to.
0: He's learned how to read the Predator shit because he's super smart.
1: So they're like, we need this kid to access that, I guess.
0: So they take Kid on helicopter, and then once Military Man notices that they're about to leave with this kid, he's like, oh, fuck no, and starts fucking everybody up. Escape time. Yep, big escape time. Mm Mm-hmm. And they, they kill everybody, all the military men there. Military guy kills all the military men. I don't know that character's name.
1: The military guy? Yeah. You know, his name is McKenna. Uh, oh. Played by Boyd Holbrook. Oh, uh, who? Yeah, I know. I, I feel like I've seen him before. Uh, he was a villain in Logan, if you remember. No, I don't. The One of the government people from Logan. Okay. Okay. He was in uh, <laughs> a series that I liked back in the day. Hatfields and McCoys series. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was in Milk. He was in Gone Girl. And probably just, like, smaller roles. But, I mean, I don't know. I liked him in this, actually. Like, he plays a very stereotypical, edgy, good-at-everything military man.
0: That's, like, what he used to be. Much
1: like, but not as edgy as Edrian Brody in Predators.
0: Yeah, but he's, like, it pulls it off better.
1: I think it's more wink-wink, nudge-nudge than Edrian Brody. Yeah. Which I like. I like how it's kind of, like, stupid, and he says dumb things. I kind of liked it.
0: Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. He, he's, like, out of all the main cast, he's probably the weakest character. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. just because
1: everybody else is, like, an insane person. Yeah, it's fun. And they're, like, fun to watch right. in a way, yeah.
0: Predator! McKenna! <laughs> What? half some McCoy's. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. I gotcha. <laughs> That's kind of what's happening with the Predators. Right. <laughs> gerbil, gerbil. <laughs> gerbil. Gerbil. You know, whatever. Or they Ger- do the, the, do the and and noise. The clickies. The clickies. You I do can't like, do click, it. I wish click, I could. Click, click. I wish I could make Predator noise at will. That'd be fun. Uh, I don't. It's <laughs> <This is> gross. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm glad you can't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what happened next? So they escape the government's clutches yeah. and kill an awful lot of them. And then.
0: Uh, and before all this now happens.
1: They're like set up at the ship, I think.
0: Well. The government. Yeah, the government sets up camp at the ship to get the kid to go into it. In the meantime, they get a helicopter and yeah. go after him.
1: Yeah. And they're gonna.
0: They're gonna get the kid back. Take
1: him on. Take the kid back, I guess. And, uh. I guess they start doing so. We kind of forget about predators in this movie a little bit because they kind of just have to kill everybody. Yeah, predator does show up and it kills uh, Theon.
0: It does. Can't catch a Yeah, brain. they they set up to uh to get this get the surprise on the on the military boys. Yes, and then McKenna <laughs> shows up and gets gets his little baby McKenna <laughs> and. Uh, and then they go outside with with a gun to to evil guy's head. Yeah, and they're like, "I'm gonna shoot him."
1: Yeah, I'm gonna do it after a big action scene of, and a half. I'm
0: gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> don't fuck with me.
1: And then he's just like, and he's like, "Hey guys, I, I, count to ten and shoot the kid in the legs."
0: He's
1: like Jesus, he was a good bad guy. I think. Yeah, he was. He, he was, was a, a fucking despicable motherfucker. I loved it. Yeah, it's good. It's what he needed to be. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but then you got Predator showing up, killing Theon Greyjoy again. Sad. He always dies in movies. Always, man.
1: The new Sean Bean. Alfie Allen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, it was bad. He got his whole arm ripped off.
1: Yeah, but he still got that flare off so they know the Predator's coming. Good yeah, see that Good, good lad.
0: Died. Yeah. And then Predator show up and fuck shit up and get to the ship. And he's like, all right, everybody who's left, I want McKenna. McKenna. I'm going to give you a head start. You've got eight minutes. And they're like, oh, that means he wants to fight McKenna. That what I mean. <laughs> so they're like, all right, I guess we got to work together now to fuck with this Predator. Make him stop fucking try kill us.
1: Yep. And uh, everybody teams up. Predator still takes out most of them, though, because it's a big Predator and we get lots of sad predator. death scenes, but also, not really. We get really funny death scenes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. When they get they get all ready to go, and then uh, King Michael Key and Tourette's man. <laughs> Tourette's guy. Yeah, Tourette's guy. I don't want to say Tourette's guy,
1: because that makes you think of a clear not-Thomas Jane character. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Anyway, this scene felt like a Key and Peele sketch. Yeah, it's so really weird. They... So they're the
0: first ones to get fucked up by the predator. I believe so. There might be other ones around the edges, but who cares? They're the first ones to get fucked up. They both get, like, basically... One gets a hole. King of Michael Key gets a hole through his chest, and he's just like, Oh, shit! Like, he just spilled some milk. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny as hell. I died laughing at this point. Yeah, it was and, great. And I'm like, Oh, my God, I think I like this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's so many, like, great gory kills that just made me like like this movie in spite of myself right in spite of my reservations and, and that guy uh, gets hung by a tree basically. yeah and in they have like some kind of past that they don't really get into it's together not important. no it, it's not but we at least understand that they have a connection yeah so they shoot themselves in the head
0: <laughs> and they shoot each other in the head once at the same they're dying.
1: Time. Oh, it was so funny though. Like it was just done in a really weird way. It wasn't done in a way that was dramatic. No, it was literally It, it was like a comedy beat. It, it was felt like strange. A sketch. That's why it did. Yeah,
0: strange. It was so funny. But I liked it. And then uh evil military guy. Oh, this is the best. ...blows his own head off. <laughs> He has a predator gun, and it looks wherever he looks. One of those tilty shoulder mount things. Yeah, and and it looks wherever he looks, and when he presses the button, it fires, right? Yes. So, while they're engaging this predator, Olivia Munn's like, hey! And then he looks over, but, like, she's like, immediately, like, to his very left, so he turns all his head all the way to the left, and so does the gun, and while he's trying to fire it, and so he just blows his own head off. And it's hilarious. Art. (laughs) it's so funny
1: like that was insane I I don't it it was even it was hard to process that that's what even happened in the moment Mm -hmm. because it happens just so quick
0: so all you got left now they kill everybody else Predator kills everybody else besides
1: you got McKenna
0: you got McKenna Jr you got Olivia Munn and you got Nebraska and that's it
1: I think that's it that's it no there's one other guy because he gets killed by the force field of the ship oh Uh, yeah the uh, the other one that we keep forgetting about, um, uh, nettles.
0: Oh like yeah, nettles. yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The cringy guy.
1: Yeah, the one that uh, you know thinks that the end times are coming or whatever. Yeah, he's cringy, which he's kind of right in this case. I guess yeah. so. Sure, but like yeah, so they get on top of the predator ship.
0: Yeah, the predator ship. Or takes at least m- some of them do. Well, the predator takes McKenna Junior, and he's like. They're like, oh, this he said McKenna. I wanted. It's like, oh, he said McKenna. He didn't say which yeah, one.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Olivia Munn puts it together because earlier in the movie, she mentioned that some people believe autism or things like it could actually be a form of evolution in the evolutionary chain. And we know that it's a fact that predators are trying to get DNA so that they can evolve and become better. So, actually, yes, the plot of this movie is that the Predator wants the autism bones so so that he can become stronger. I hate it. Which is something I actually found out about before I saw this movie. Like, it was just told to me by a friend that was like, yeah, the plot of Predator is this. And I was like, that sounds awful.
0: Problematic at best.
1: Problematic at best. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: That's... At worst, super fucking insensitive. Right.
1: And shitty.
0: Right. Right. That's that's the worst part about this movie
1: for sure. It's uncomfortable. It's, um, yeah, I not like it. And also, like other things about it, like just handling mental health, like it's a joke, and handling Tourette's, like it's a joke, and like you know, a lot of those characters were fun. And I get it, but it is
0: questionable. <laughs> yeah, it is questionable. It is. And uh, the predator, predator takes McKenna Jr., mm-hmm. puts him on his ship, and he's like, all right, we're getting the fuck out of here. I'm taking you, kid. <laughs> and everybody else is like, fuck no, you ain't, bitch. Jumps yeah. on, then they jump on the ship.
1: Yeah, but then the force field starts going, and the other two, like, duck down to avoid it. But One- as it's going, it cuts the other guy in half. Yeah, so...
0: McKenna like it's gets that down. of
1: a force field, I guess.
0: Nebraska jumps.
1: Yes, that's it, yeah.
0: And then the then the last guy, Nettles, gets his legs cut and he just falls off the ship and dies. Mm hmm. Because he didn't do anything. He just panicked because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Oops. Idiot. Rip. So anyway, you get McKenna. Well, you get. Sorry. McKenna's just staring around like, I don't know what the fuck we're going to do now. Ship's flying. Oh my god,
1: that's right, this scene.
0: Nebraska's like, I got you. (laughs) And he's gonna kill himself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but like, he gives a thumbs up and then just is like, ha ha, jumps in.
0: Basically, he's like, ha ha, got you, bitch, I can kill myself Uh, now. And then jumps into the motor of the ship.
1: Because I guess he tried to kill himself before, that's why he was discharged or whatever. So it's like really sad, but they like, Make it not, because he's like, LMAO, and jumps
0: in. Yeah, like, like. laughs and gives a thumbs up and jumps into this propeller thing <laughs> and breaks it. And sends it, the ship coming dude, down. Dude, it's
1: dope as fuck. Can't fault him at all.
0: No. 100%
1: rad death, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so McKenna falls from the force field into the ship, because he's underneath it. I guess that's how that works. And, yeah. uh... And he finds Predator Man chilling at his ship. He's like, Oh, we're going at it, bitch.
1: <laughs> they have a they have a bit of a fight.
0: have a bit of a fight. Doesn't doesn't
1: He can't do a whole lot against this no, Predator. It's too big. Too big. Too, too strong.
0: Big, big Strong man. Yeah. But the ship crash lands and and then they continue to fit. And Predator fucking him up and starts choking him. He about to get killed. But yep. then uh oh! It's Olivia Munn.
1: Jump on, hit predator head, distract yeah. him,
0: and then they they work. They all work together, and yeah. kill the predator.
1: I think using the predator weapons they had.
0: Yeah, they used the predator weapons they had. Uh, McKenna Junior uses the force field. Yeah, to cut the predator's arm off, which is sick.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That was sick. And, like, uh, I, I think eventually they cut all of his limbs off at one fell swoop. Yeah, they blow. He falls they cut like two. the Black Knight. <laughs> like, they cut his like...
0: arm off, and then a grenade blows off his legs.
1: Yeah, he looks like uh, either the Black Knight from Holy Grail. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> Or Anakin Skywalker after the high ground
0: happens. Basically, yeah. <laughs> and, he just, and the Predator's just laying there bleeding on the ground and is trying to say something to McKenna. Oh yeah, and he says
1: something like, He's "What trying are you to... trying to say?"
0: Yeah, and then like the predator tries to talk again, and he just shoots him in the head three times says, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so edgy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and then you get a little sentimental so scene where they well, it ends well. <laughs> yeah, they get a little sentimental scene where they bury the lads that just died.
1: Yeah, they they got like little remnants of all of them, like the mm. cigarettes and that like weird unicorn thing the one guy made. And
0: yeah, like, <laughs> this, then they they wrap up in a handkerchief and beyonds
1: playing card or whatever? And, yeah, uh, I, 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 try, I can't remember all of them, but yeah, You all had something. Yeah, they all bury them. He's like, "That was my unit." I was like, "Kind of, I guess." Yeah, he's I guess so, just buddy. Just found them through happenstance, but hey,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: movies, am I right?
0: Yeah. Uh, so then after you get a you get a flash forward in time. To, end, to round off this film I guess he's
1: working With the good military now And that was just The bad military From yeah, before Yeah
0: he captain now
1: Because now, now everything's fine And he's just It's great He captain of
0: like Some kind of Earth defense military By the looks of it Yeah And uh They get They obtain the The package that Rogue Predator Intended to give them Oh uh, his McKenna, kid's
1: just like Working with the yeah. military Now too Yeah McKenna
0: Jr. Just works for the military Now which is questionable Child labor Yeah <laughs> Just questionable.
1: Hey, he wants to do it. I, that way, we don't have to pay him. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I don't have any idea. Olivia on there too, I think. Yes, I think that has to be. Yeah, she's the
0: also there. Yeah, and uh, they open the thing up, and it's a weapon, but it's a uh, it attaches. It's a it's a big weapon that sucks up and attaches to a scientist. It turns him into a. What looks like a robo predator. Yeah. With a bunch it, of guns. Yeah,
1: with like way too many of those tr- triangle ass gun sights. Yeah. Aimed and, at everyone. And then and, it detaches. And he's like, holy shit. What is it? And then McKenna's just like, it's my new suit. And then the movie ends.
0: <laughs> Clearly, like, they were probably trying to set up for a sequel. That will never happen.
1: Yeah, probably not. I can't imagine it will now. Uh, I actually was thinking it was going to be an alien. And the movie was just going to end with an alien jumping out of the thing. And that might have been fun, but you don't need it.
0: One of my favorite things in this movie we forgot to talk about was McKenna shoots somebody point blank in the eye with a Trank gun. No, no, it was Olivia Munn who does that.
1: Uh, No, that was McKenna, Oh, was it McKenna?
0: Okay. Yeah, he shoots somebody point blank in the eye with a Trank gun. Because
1: someone said, are you going to kill me with a Trank gun? He's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many good deaths in this. There's one where someone falls off of a building and his head splats and falls off and it was Brutal as shit. Yeah, we all busted out laughing. Yeah, we laughed. Well, that's what I want to put forth here is that we had a lot of fun. Yeah. And we laughed and laughed and laughed at this movie because it, it's it's just... the dark horse of the franchise and it's going to crawl up several pegs past the corpses of other terrible movies. Yeah. But it, it won the Hunger Games of terrible movies, I think, in this yeah, franchise. absolutely. I think it's... <laughs> it's...
0: It's one of the more enjoyable ones out of the entire, like, latter half of the movies we've watched. Yeah, for sure. Most of them, actually. I'm glad we're
1: ending on a semi-positive note, honestly. Uh, Yeah. We'll have a wrap-up next week, for sure, uh, where we talk about, you know, I assume Thrones. All right. But in addition to that, other Alien and Predator things.
0: So, let's... We got... You think we got enough time to put a list together here? Do you want to do that next week?
1: I mean... I I think we could do that right now. I think so, too. Well, we know what it was already, right? It's Alien, Aliens. Yes. Predator. Predator. Predator 2. Yes. Uh, I want to slot... I'm going to put forth the notion that we slot this movie in right above Predator 2. Yeah,
0: I think it's between Predator and Predator 2. That's fucking crazy to think. It's the fourth best movie in this franchise. Yeah. I mean, it's quite a dip still it's quite a dip
1: but like yeah it's better than all those other movies somehow i think it's better than predator 2 i don't know how it did it but it is i think it is yeah so it's that's that predator then predator 2 and then i think you just keep going down the franchise a bit alien
0: 3
1: alien 3 no 4. i would say before alien 3 you got the covenant and prometheus then yeah, alien yeah, yeah, 3. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah covenant no go. i do prometheus covenant Oh, yeah, no, that's right. I yeah.
1: would, too. Prometheus Covenant. I still think Predator 2 is better than both of those. Yes. And this is better than those as well, The Predator. Yes. Uh, So then you get Prometheus Covenant, <laughs> Alien 3. Yes. Then Alien Resurrection. Yes. And then the AVP movies, I think. Yeah, then
0: AVP and then AVP Requiem Dead Last. Yeah, Dead Last. The worst sure. movie we've watched on this show.
1: Yeah, I don't think we forgot anything, right? No, that's it. That's yeah. it.
0: That's, that's our list. list.
1: Uh, We'll uh probably look at it again next week and... uh. Do our thing where we talk about the retrospective of the series and uh, how it sucks. Yeah,
0: we're also, <laughs> also going to talk a lot about games next week involving Alien gamers. Predator. Alien versus Predator. Play a lot of classic All stuff. gamers! For the most part. A lot of older stuff. AVP gold, baby! I can't wait! I love that game. I think we're also going to talk about...
1: Uh, I watched... That Alien High School play, <laughs> someone uploaded it to YouTube. Yeah, we'll talk about that. I'd love to talk about that. It was great, by the way. Watch it if you get a chance. Uh, there's Alien short films that have been coming out on IGN uh, for the 40th anniversary of Alien. I'd like to watch those, so I guess okay. we'll do that. Uh, hopefully they're better than the shorts associated with Covenant and Prometheus. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, and then...
0: Uh, and we'll play some games we'll talk about all that and that'll be our full wrap up we'll do next week and After then we'll
1: move on to something the else the Scorpion King yeah
0: or oh. Airbud. Bud yeah or Resident Ooh. Evil no
1: or Leprechaun oh
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll announce I hate
1: that the one you were most excited for out of those was Leprechaun fuck yeah dude
0: <laughs> I can't wait to watch Leprechaun Ghost of the Hood
1: I have a suggestion, but I'll save it for the time.
0: Yeah, we'll and see how you feel we'll about it. We'll announce it's what one we're I'm doing serious next.
1: about. None of those ones I'm, I'm not really serious about. Any of the ones I just said, <laughs> to be fair. But uh,
0: there's one I am kind of serious about, and I want to see how you feel about it. Yeah, well, next we'll, week. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll let you guys know what we're gonna do next next week when we do our wrap up. Until then, hopefully this episode comes out the day it's supposed to come out. <laughs> Ha ha fuck you podcast dot com. We're a new provider now and you won't fuck our shit up and also not reply to my fucking emails when I ask for help. God damn it. New guy with their new host replied to my email within hours. Thanks, new guy. Thanks. I appreciate it I can't ya.
1: wait to record an ad for our podcast. Yeah,
0: we're gonna do that. You guys, that guys soon. are probably
1: gonna have ads for other podcasts in this Maybe. show. We'll uh, see what soon. happens. Yeah. Well, I mean it's just like the prerequisites of uh what we have to do for this new host
0: yeah yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get uh, into it we'll we'll go over everything once we get established but until then goodbye can't wait for game of
1: thrones next week Josby uh, uh, we still have to talk about that uh, despite all the alien shit uh, best season ever